So this is one of those episodes where it's like, just as I'm preparing to record, it's like I have so much to use as an intro that I'm kind of spoiled for choice. So like there was this whole talk that I was going to give about how people who usually talk about their six-figure earnings and how they started from nothing might be crappy. Then there's this other story that I had gotten about how some security guard here in Kenya unknowingly solicited a bribe from the president of our country, President Uhuru Kenyatta, to access a facility. And the funny thing is the president actually gave it to him. But... um. I think the one I'm going to stick with is this one where apparently the Media Council of Kenya decided to put one of our radio presenters known as Natalie Githinji on the spot because apparently she was being explicit when she said which for those of you all that don't understand Swahili means I'll buy you a condom so that you can hit my things, you know, directly but slightly loosely translated. And here's the thing, like... I can get how explicit explicit tends to be, you know, depending on different people. But let me just ask. Sorry, wrong question. My actual question is, how is a condom explicit? Like, just kind of just fill me in on this. Like, I can get it. You know, people talking about having sex is, you know, not exactly what you'd call the most family friendly thing. But then again, it's not like she even used the word sex. Because last I had checked, actually using the word sex on Kenyan radio was like sort of prohibited. So it's like you have to find some form of a word that can pass the gray area that is using the term sex. And for the most part, people have been doing that for a very long time. It's something that's been done for years. Hell, even when I was joining campus radio, it was one of those things that I learned very early on. And if anything, that was actually done quite well here. So, you know, the most explicit thing, quote-unquote, here is the fact that she used the word condom. And to be quite honest, I have two issues with this. First of all, what, you know, cover-up word are you supposed to use to blanket the term condom, you know? And how exactly would it be used to make the statement still make sense? Because, you know, take, for example, you can use uh, something like a rapper. Nikununuli rapper like it doesn't even make sense when you say that you can try using the term sock because i've seen people use that from time to time and still even when you try using the word sock in that statement and actually in most statements to kind of replace the word condom it still doesn't really feel as fluid so in a sense it's like she didn't have that much else to use although secondly what's so explicit about a condom you know i can get how people can think sex is explicit and you know talking about the intricacies of sex isn't something that's very pg but what exactly is explicit about a condom because i feel as though people are still kind of brainwashed by the idea that sex is a bad thing or you know sex is is this really really you know cagey subject that shouldn't be discussed openly that they're willing to find every single way to make sure that it's not spoken about openly and publicly which in all essence is quite unfortunate because in a sense it's like you're robbing kids from actually learning something that you know can probably help them in the future 
Because when you think about it, if you don't talk about sex and you don't talk about condoms particularly, then we're going to have a society of young people that don't know how to use condoms that are very anti-condom because they don't necessarily understand the condom. And if you don't understand something, it's either you fear it or you avoid it. And because of that, there'll be fewer of them that will be open to going and getting a condom from the shop. And, you know, even fewer will know how to use it. Then from here, you can talk about things like population control because people won't be using condoms as such and they'll be relying on pullout game of which too many people are quite weak at it. And then, you know, you'll end up with a ton of kids and, you know, the government won't be able to support all of these people. Anyways, long term thinking aside, I've always wanted to join radio. But when you see things like this, it kind of makes you really rethink it because, you know, honestly, I love digital media because we have freedom of speech and shit. But anyways, speaking of digital media, we do have a podcast to begin and I have taken too, too much time and I'm sorry for that. So we might as well start in our very typical fashion. Welcome to Break Time on West Side, your number one break time podcast coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man who once thought that he would be on radio, but he has a podcast now, so I guess that kind of fills it up. He is a man that once thought that MILF was a combination of milk and beef. It is none other than your tall, dark, and mildly handsome man, Sir Denver B. The show is Tweet Street, the show where we take a deep dive into Twitter, pull up a couple of tweets, and break them down a little bit. Now, as usual, there's a song to how you can send the tweets to me so that I can break them down on Tweet Street. It's not really a song, but it kind of sounds like one with the way I always repeat it. And it kind of goes like this. You see that tweet? You like that tweet? You want us to discuss that tweet? You send that tweet. You send it to the DMs of at D, which happens to be my personal Twitter handle, where I will take it and handle it accordingly. If it's one of those screenshots or screen grabs that you see on Facebook and Instagram, then you can send it to the DMs of at Breaktime on Westside, which happens to be the handle on IG and also how to reach me on my Facebook page at Breaktime on Westside. And yeah, that's that's probably how you should do it. Now, we should probably move it on because time is of the essence. Now, I do want to get to the main tweets, but there's this very interesting tweet that I saw. And it was it was a message that was sent and this guy was asking for advice. And it reads, and I quote, I have been with my wife for over six years now. Yesterday, she shocks me after showing me that she usually thinks about her ex daily and they've been communicating. She claims she loves me, but she doesn't know what she'll do so that she can forget this ex because right now she is in depression. What should I do? We have three kids and I love her so, so much. Okay. Now, I know that there's a good chunk of you that are thinking, you know what, drop this babe, go get a DNA test on those kids. That babe is probably already cheating on you. She shouldn't even be in your life at this point. Like, just pack up and move on or, you know, kick her out and move on and shit. Like, if that's how you're thinking, then I totally understand where you're coming from. Because hell, even when I was looking at the comments that were put under this tweet, you know, the quoted replies and everything, all of them were saying more or less the same exact thing. And personally speaking, if it was me that was in this guy's position, probably I'd do something similar. The first thing i do is go and get a DNA test on all three of those kids. The second thing that I'll do is probably ask this baby if she still wants to be in the marriage or not. I'd probably be expecting a no and I'd definitely just tell her, you know, just pack up your shit and leave. Because, you know, I'm not ready to leave the house that I probably paid for and shit. But at the end of it, I'd probably just end things with her at that point and it's mostly because i will have chosen to take zero liability in her ability to cheat at that point mostly because whenever i'm with somebody i give them the freedom to communicate i tell them you know what if you want to tell me anything tell me anything like 
by all means if you feel something about the relationship if you feel you don't like something or you like something about me tell me i will communicate the same exact way because i want us to have open communication so that if i'm messing up on something instead of you getting to the level where you cheat you might as well tell me so we can kind of fix it together as a couple and that would probably be the reason why i dropped this babe because if she's been communicating with this guy for a while then there could be some form of emotional cheating that's going on which could be as a result of me not fulfilling something with her but the fact that she didn't say yet she had the option to clears me of any liability but now that i've said all of that i will accept one thing i am neither married nor do i have kids and because of that i will choose to take a slightly different stance on this and my personal piece of advice to this man if he is or was listening to this podcast probably would be firstly after she's given you this information you should ask her what it is that you want to do or at least what it is that she wants to do at this point because she could be telling you this as a way of saying that you know what i think we should end things or you know i think i might want an open relationship or i want a polyandrous relationship where i can be with this guy or it could just be her way of pointing out an issue and pretty much crying out for help in terms of the relationship being in a possible state of crumbling cuz in a sense she came and she told this to you she could have kept quiet about it and you know if she was smashing this dude she probably would have continued doing it and you would have never known about it trust me a ton of these babes do that and their husbands their boyfriends their partners do not know anything about it and the fact that she's told you that means that she could be trying to communicate in one way or another especially since babes clearly do not know how to communicate directly a lot of the times and this could be your chance to actually salvage your relationship while you're busy deciding on that i will still tell you to go and do a dna test on those kids just to make sure you're not paying somebody else's child school fees and while you're doing all of that i will advise that you actually go and see a marriage counselor together like on the real though cuz i feel as though for the most part people have been talking about oh you know drop this babe dump this babe go divorce her blah 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 she's cheating on you and yet in reality this is considered a mistake like any other and i think to some degree that even people who make mistakes such as cheating do deserve second chances in some cases so probably this could be a chance to actually salvage and work on your marriage probably was going to the rocks probably she was feeling unsatisfied and this is your way of finding it out but this whole thing that people have been bringing up oh divorce her drop this pay blah 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 like i feel as though people have normalized a lack of tolerance and a lack of forgiveness and they're so ready to have you end your relationship yet they don't know what you've been through they don't know what you might be feeling at the time and more so they aren't really looking at the kind of long-term damage that it can do because there's a lot of relationships there's a lot of families that would have been thriving right now if the couple wouldn't have chosen to split if the parents didn't choose to end things if they chose to stick together and you know try and make it work but unfortunately they decided to take the advice of people that aren't exactly in their situation that are not qualified to give marriage or dating advice kind of like me and you know they're just getting advice in the name of you know what i wouldn't take that just drop them and they choose to do that which i think is very wrong either way i do wish the person that sent this all the best and you know i hope the marriage is still there and you guys are working on you know going strong and now we have to move it on so on to the first tweet The biggest L you can ever take as a man after getting the bag is taking the woman who could not look your way when you were broke 
places and spending all your bag on her. Now, I honestly feel like I disagree with this statement because y'all aren't, you know, recognizing that sometimes there can be love there. And in a sense, you know, like that's just wrong, man. And I totally find that everything that I've just said in that past statement, as well as the person that chooses to do such a thing to be utterly stupid in a sense. And I'm not going to sugarcoat that because when you think about the idea that, you know, you took an L back in the day, like you were probably on the come up and this person turned you down and, you know, you took that L and you went and you put the work in and you've turned it into a win and then you're still going back to the same person. Like what kind of validation problem do you seem to have as a man? Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like when you actually get the bag, you have the opportunity to get not just that babe, but just about every other babe. And if anything, you have more options. So you can definitely find better if you actually look hard enough. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, oh, you know, there's nothing better, blah, blah, blah. And truth of the matter is that could be true, but you wouldn't know unless you go and you try what's good and what's bad out there. Now, unfortunately, somebody like this isn't really looking for what's good or what's bad out there. And they tend to miss out because this is a high value man. This is a man that can probably pick up just about any babe that he wants. And I'm assuming that, you know, getting the bag is, you know, making good amounts of money. You know, they become a higher level person in society and shit. So if anything, like, I feel like you can exercise your options as a guy. So instead of fixating yourself with this one babe who probably may or may not care about you if you've actually made the bank, like you might as well just go and try out all the other babes that are there. Like, you know, there's billions of them as we speak. And, you know, that being said, I can get that, you know, sometimes you can feel like you really, really have the feels for this person. And maybe once you've made the bank, you'll probably be worthy of her. But honestly speaking, if you are making the bank thinking of trying to impress her, then you're making the bank for all the wrong reasons. But at the same time, if you do actually manage to make the bank, then to kind of ensure that you have the right babe and you have the babe that you'd want to be with, you can just go ahead and do what Future said, which is go bang all these other babes. And if you go back to this same exact babe, you know, as you guys are busy trying to have a thing in everything, then she's probably the one for you. And for that reason alone, then I can probably permit such a thing to happen. But unless you know that she's the one for you and unless you know that you actually love her and you know you've tested out options i feel like this is just some fucked up level of validation that's like an upper class level of simping and worse still if you end up getting the babe there's a pretty good chance that you'll probably end up devaluing her because at some point you realize that she probably wasn't even all that but anyways who am i to know i'm not the guy that's trying to do that so we should probably move it on so on to our next tweet Male moons are such a turn on. I be in my head like, finish him. Okay, first of all, I'm just hoping that I nailed that Mortal Kombat impression real quick because I would hate to get the wrath of gamers because I actually butchered it. But that being said, now onto the tweet itself. Um, okay, so male moans and, you know, a lot of guys don't get to moan as much as they probably should or, you know, as much as they probably would want to. And to be honest, I think it's for a variety of reasons. Yes, there's a main one where it's like, oh, you know, where guys, usually guys don't want blah, blah, blah. But at least from the many babes that have told me this, 
I think it's safe to say for all the fellas out there, moaning is actually a good thing for you as a guy. Like, if you're doing it well and, you know, she moans, then, you know, you know that you're actually doing a good job. And, you know, if you flip the tables and she's doing it to you and, you know, you're moaning, then she knows very well that, you know, she's doing a pretty good job and shit and, you know, you're getting pleasured. But even with that being said, I will still say that there's other reasons why guys don't moan. First of all, we usually have a lot of work to do. Like babes might not get this, but we actually have a lot of work to do because you're busy doing all the pump action and you know, you're hitting it, you're hitting it. You know, probably she wants you to change styles and you're doing it. You know, there's a pretty good chance you're doing a ton of the work there. And while you're busy thinking about your pleasure, you're busy trying to make sure that you're giving it to her good enough so that she nuts and you know, she feels good and everything so that, you know, she doesn't go and talk shit about you to her friends. So in a sense, you're kind of focusing on trying to give a good job. So it's not like you're able to, you know, unhook your mind from it and just be in the feels. Then also, I think to some degree, I don't know if I can call it toxic masculinity or just masculinity in general, guys don't want to moan because, you know, hitting the high note is a very feminine thing to do. Like, just saying. Like, yes, it's a vulnerability thing, but it's considered to be a more feminine thing. Because imagine you're just walking around this block of apartments and as you're walking past somebody's flat you're hearing a guy just hitting the high note and you know this guy is probably you know being smashed but at that point you're busy wondering if he's the one banging or if he's the one that's being banged and the issue is much as guys might want to do that they don't want to moan to that high note so they're left to you know go for the more quote-unquote manly thing to do which is to i don't know growl and grunt and shit and in a sense I do kind of feel for guys because of that because it's like we have very limited options because one we don't want to sound like a wuss and two we have too much to do but that being said we do actually like it when we're you know having so much pleasure that we can actually moan but unfortunately there's a ton of guys that rarely ever get there but that being said we should probably move it on to our final tweet of this episode in my defense, someone's son is probably bored in his house and all he needs is some good company, food and somebody to talk to and that has a cost which he has to pay for. Okay, so this was in reply to a set of tweets that had been put out uh, when this same lady who was saying this had come out to ask if a lady asks you out on a date as a guy and you accept who takes care of the bill and you know people were coming out and they were like you know it's common sense you know it's you that pays for the bill as a woman because you're the one that called the guy out and she comes out and she's like no you probably shouldn't and while i was so ready to get off on this i kind of realized that she is a bit of like you know a trigger alert because i was looking at a bunch of her tweets and it seemed like she was actually trying to trigger people on this particular day but that being said I feel as though if you're still having this discussion about who should pay for the date in this day and age, I feel as though you probably shouldn't be going on dates in the first place. Like I'm not saying this because I pushed for, you know, no longer going for dates or, or you know, I'm making it seem like, you know, people should just have money. I, I feel as though people have had this discussion and it's been a back and forth and honestly, it's not really going anywhere. Because if anything, it's what's actually been, in some degree, if I'm not wrong, the origin of the whole tables discussion. Because it all started with a guy going up for a date with a babe, or, you know, guys going up for dates with babes. And then when the bill comes, this guy asking for it to be split or asking her to pay half. 
and all of a sudden babes are like oh i can't be splitting half on a date with no man oh that's a broke ass nigga blah 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 and all of a sudden guys are like i cool you know um but why should we be paying for it yet you know you also make money and shit and that kind of escalated to things like bills because there were some guys who are like oh you know what she should probably pay half there were others that were like you know let her pay for the small things and then there were the guys that were like you know what she shouldn't pay for anything but as that discussion was coming in and the ladies were like oh no i can't be paying no damn bills that's what my man is for blah 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 now guys also came in and started asking all right fine i can pay all the bills but what do you bring to the table like what's your offering to this entire thing if we're married if we're dating if we have a family if i'm the one that's taking care of all the bills what else are you providing and this entire argument about who should pay for what and whether women should be paying for anything or they should be paying for everything or they should pay half or a quarter or even a small bit i don't care about the fraction I feel as though this argument has become very moot. I feel like it's just this circular thing that people are just going round and round and round. And honestly, I feel like it's entirely up to you. It's up to your belief. If you feel like a man has to pay for the date, then, you know, go get yourself a man that will pay for the date and pay for all the bills and shit. But personally, I feel like if you're making money as an adult, I think you should be able to hold your own. If you are thinking about going on a date and you're worried about whether somebody should pay the bill or whether you should pay the bill then it's fine it's cool you don't necessarily need to do that you know you can just switch to the netflix and chill if you're gonna make those financial discussions where it's like oh who should be paying for what when we have a family and shit you can do that a little later on but from what i've seen a ton of relationships will have people actually chipping in from both ends and if you're still stingy enough that you're not willing to chip in because you feel like one side is supposed to pay or another side is supposed to pay then by all means don't bother dating at all because at the end of the day all of this shit about going out on dates back in the day was used as a tester for you know somebody's ability to you know be a good mate be a good partner and shit nowadays dates are just used as the first stage to get into a relationship or somebody's idea of getting free food and honestly you can skip the dating parts and just go to the netflix and chill and if you want to know all that people used to want to know back in the day when they were going out on dates you can simply have a situation ship as you get to know this person as you decide on getting into a relationship and you know that should give you most of the answers that you want anything else you can probably find out from her friends and you know your friend's observation of her because honestly this whole who pays for a date talk is becoming a little tiring right now but then again i could be wrong about the entire thing so i want to know your thoughts on this on the dms it is at bagaka the d which happens to be my personal twitter handle on facebook and instagram you can slide into the dms there as well the dms are at break time on west side thank you so much for listening all the way till the end and if you are listening through castbox feel free to drop your thoughts and comments below and i will attend to them accordingly and i will catch you guys on the next break